0: And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All Ireland football champion for 1949.
1: Oh beautiful me, you got all what I
0: need.
1: Dimpsey
2: hits Dabin Anthony Finnerty comes in and gives him a touch of the elbow. Colin Coyle hit Infinity. This is Colum's first punch. Finity, delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connor coming, in and thinks that the best action is to go down.
1: What a set of
0: matches we've had, four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets
3: 2-10, Dublin, 15. So, Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Geraghty, and meet of the football champions.
2: Hello and good evening. And welcome to another edition of the We Are Mead podcast. I'm Mickey Brandon, and as always, I'm joined by the three lads. We've got David Rispin from Town and the Rispin Blog. We've got Brian Kelly from the Minor County Board. We have um, Kieran Flynn from the Mead Senior County Board. And uh, delighted to have you as always, lads, and uh, welcome uh, to the podcast here of a Sunday evening. you are all welcome, yeah, okay, nah, nah. No, no, they're, they're not here, actually. I'm here on my own, so... I <laughs> uh, finally lost the plot. <laughs> <laughs> lost I'm, a long time. I'm here with my three imaginary friends. <laughs> so, you yeah. um, f- f- funny you should mention uh, three imaginary friends. It's just... Uh, was anybody watching the TV today before the the all ireland Harlem final? No. No?
3: no
1: I wasn't travelling en route
2: to the... Oh, ah. ah, okay. This great old movie. Dario Gill and the Little People was on an RTE one, And, uh...
1: It was out before my time, Davey, Kieran, what do we choose? (laughs) Wasn't a childhood uh, favourite of mine, unlike Mickey.
2: No, 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 but it was on the telly today is all I'm saying, and uh, you could have got to see a man running after little people, and it turned out to be a little bunny. So it was... Uh, <laughs> that, that makes <laughs> it he, he didn't drive a van in did he? <laughs> <laughs> leprechauns, lads, leprechauns. Uh, keep it clean. Um, on this week's podcast, we're going to be talking about the Knockout Cups. We had the Torching Cup in Cornabonia. We had the Ladies All-Ireland Intermediate Semi-Final last Saturday. We also had some postponed club championship games uh, in the football um, during the week that we will run through as well. We will run through our predictions from last week, which doesn't make good reading for me. <laughs> um for uh, David Rispin for Kieran. Flynn, but uh, the one and only Brian Kelly uh, redeemed himself from last year's predictions last year were absolutely horrendous, so they were. But he's he's done a lot of work in the winter and he's come back stronger. It's,
0: isn't it amazing what picking your own club can actually do? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I know, so I got the points,
2: thanks. Let's go down. That's the first day of the evening, and we'll obviously run through them. And then obviously there was club hurling championship on. On the weekend as well also we have loads of reaction loads of interviews and um, uh, loads of extra content <laughs> so just, on our Patreon podcast you'll be able to get those they're coming out on Monday um, we have two podcasts for you and uh, we've already got somebody in on the Twitter machine I
3: Just I sorry I was just interrupting with the laugh of their like, really? Cormac. a friend in Philadelphia said about your film reference a classic movie was before it's time People
1: now
3: watching high as a kite laugh
2: out loud. <laughs> so we, can, we can't condone. So the VGA can't condone that kind of behaviour, but maybe Mickey and the We Are Me team, you, you've a different problem altogether. It. Well, it was, was on at two o'clock today, so on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon, if anybody is as high as a kite watching Darby O'Gill and the little people, uh, it's a, uh, it's, uh, it's a, it's a funny movie. It was, it was recorded actually in America the whole thing, and it's only shots in Ireland. Predictions from the last round. Yeah, that's true. I went for all the little people and none them one. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna move on anyway. Uh, the first thing we're gonna discuss on this week's podcast is the N two electrical uh Torching Cup where St Alton's the best team in court in uh, sorry. In, well, in, in the best team in, court. The best team in court, <laughs> or, or or in Bormeen even beat St Vincent on Vincent's on a scoreline of one nine to ten points. And Brian, you were at this game and a good win for, for St Ultons. a low scoring game, um, in fairness, but uh, Ultons Alton's coming away with the win and
1: you uh,
2: it was a hard game to call in the first place
1: it was a hard game to call and for long periods throughout you hadn't a clue what way it was going to go Vincent's probably within a half time relatively happy they're only three points behind having played into a stiff enough breeze they came out for the second half the breeze had died a bit but they came out like a train and they went ahead after 35 minutes like it was a really brilliant start to the second half but as soon as they hit the front and got maybe two or three clear they just they didn't seem to be able to kick on mm-hmm now maybe you have to credit Ulton's yep. but they just didn't manage to do it and Ulton's came back and got a late goal to win it absolutely and and
2: uh, Davy um, uh, you, you were you were planning on going into this game but you didn't get a chance to you had a game yourself mm. uh, with Cortown um, was there big celebrations out in the parish
0: I think there was yeah I think there was last night and uh, possibly even today so I was just saying it to you when I come in Believer will probably be celebrating the result too because they have um, Ulton's next weekend and I, I'd say they'll be Hoping that Ultons do the full Monty and go to coppers maybe tomorrow night as well and <laughs> <laughs> really make a week of it. <laughs> yeah. But um, ah, look at it, it's well deserved, I suppose. Anytime you win a competition, you well, deserve. Yeah. Exactly, you deserve to enjoy it. And I suppose they have the um, insurance blanket of falling back and they're already through. the Blywood game is just to decide who tops it. So it's not the be all and end all.
2: Yeah, it's, there, there's something really romantic and lovely about the the knockout cups in Mead um, because they are, as it says in the tin, knockout. Uh, one chance you lose, you're gone, and you know they're they're not held in 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 the prestige that they were back maybe twenty thirty years ago in Mead, and it's an awful shame.
0: It is, um, it is a little bit. I think we, we speak about before, particularly the FESH Cup. I suppose it used to be nearly on par with the Keegan Cup, um, not not that long ago, really, fifteen twenty years ago, possibly a fresh cup medal was held in as high esteem as a as a as the senior medal yeah exactly so it would be nice to see it get back to that unfortunately it doesn't seem to be going like that the, a lot but of so messing good, with the dates uh, and stuff as well like doesn't help because you're you're trying to factor it in nearly in the middle of championship and everything whereas next year i suppose it's been looked at more of a pre-season kind of like a boring cup type yeah um, well, just going back to one yeah. of your,
2: your your points there that it was held in great uh, esteem years ago, but there was it was only the Fresh Cup back then, and all clubs participated mm-hmm. in the one uh, yeah. uh, knockout competition. So it, it was, whether you were yeah. junior, intermediate, or senior, yeah. you could come up against them. Because I remember in 08 I think it was, we played Sydney in uh, in the Fresh Cup, and I think it was in a quarter final and. They they beat us out the gate mm. and they were they were only too happy to beat us out the gate and in, in, in on the scoreboard and physically, you know. It was oh, it was one of that those that games, you know. But, but
0: I, I suppose it's a bit like the FA Cup in England. I mean you have the lower league opposition yeah. coming and they get to play a home game against a big kind of hit or senior team in this case. And I think they did that did away with that in the last what, four or five years. They had intermediate teams playing in it and the, and the Talton just used to be kind of exclusive to junior teams, to junior. whereas the the intermediate there was probably a little bit too much of a gap between the sides and they kind of said the best thing was probably to pull a which in fairness was you, you couldn't really argue with that either.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, moving on now to the Cornobonia. Uh, it was Balnebracki in their second final of the year, having lost the Division 2 final against Centralstone only a couple of weeks ago. They saw themselves back in another final, and it was against Dulik Beliustown in the Cornobonia. And uh, Brian Kelly, again, you were at this. You do have some uh, interviews from both the Balnebracki and the Dalik Beliustown camp. And if you do want to listen to those... Uh, head over to our patreon podcast and uh, it's patreon forward slash we are mead uh, you'll see all the links to it on our page there and for 5 dollars a month you'll get extra podcasts every week you'll get loads of extra content and you get uh, uh, plenty and plenty of, of listening about mead football, um, and it's less than the price of pint of a pint, and you'll get at least an extra five or six podcasts every month. But you will get those interviews over there on our Patreon podcast. Uh, who were the interviews with? You had Anthony Malone, and you had Nikki uh, Judge as well. But uh, you were at this game anyway. Balnebracky coming away with a deserved victory here, and um, I suppose you know it was it was just the rewards after being in two finals already this year.
1: Yeah, they've had a very good year. The excellent league campaign promotion to Division 1. Championship didn't start off great, but they got a good win last week. They'll still fancy themselves to be in a quarter final, and if they get there, anything is possible. And then lovely confidence boost at the weekend to pick up a bit of silverware. It was actually very strange looking at the game. Neither team were wearing their traditional club colours because of the clash. Ballon de you were wearing Eden Derry colour jerseys, I think it was, and Dulico were wearing the St. Vincent's jerseys. So that made... It just was a little bit confusing for Spells in the first half as to who was who. But overall, Ballon did probably deserve the game. Neither team were at full strength. But it was a very good Game to get for both sides looking ahead to next week's championship.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, uh, both of the managers did reference the uh, the championship games next week. And I suppose uh, and Bracky were two losses in their first two uh, rounds of the championship, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, you know they're they're playing Sydney I think, next
1: week. They're playing Sydney next and, week. Uh, like, that's a in both yeah. teams in, need a win. In bad need of a victory. Sit, both teams are very good players and like if Balnebriki are in any way after game next weekend Sydney will catch them cold so like you really need to be hitting top four for next week. Yeah, they
2: do indeed. While they've had great league campaigns and great Cornerbone uh, campaigns, they need to get their championship up and running. And maybe this will be the catalyst to bring them forward. We're going to move on now, anyway, to the Ladies All Ireland Intermediate Semi final. And uh, David and Brian you both saw this. A very convincing win for, for the Mead ladies in the end. Four goals and 20 to Roscommon's, one goal and 12. There was only five points in it at half time, and Mead had played very well. And, uh, towards the end of that first half really pushed on and got their five point lead some beautiful goals in that first half as well really well taken um, David, uh, a great result for this Mead team and they're going to be coming up against that team that we feared all year in Tipperary yeah that player, Ashley Maloney yeah. <laughs> just that player
0: Yeah, I think so, I think um, that was probably set in stone or well, without, without probably looking too far ahead, I think that's what everyone would have really predicted at you know, at the start of the campaign and then even the way it's gone with the qualifiers and knockout stages and everything else. But um, I suppose looking back on the game yesterday, um, it was a superb performance pretty much from start to finish. They played against uh, quite a strong breeze in the first half and, as you say, went in five points ahead and probably put in a lot of the hard work in that stage. Um, Some of the moves I thought were excellent and the the level of fitness... um, and understanding between the team was, was really evident in them, them goals them three goals they scored I know Vicky Walls was more of an individual effort but the other two goals were excellent team moves and I suppose if you know not just saying it but like if, if the Mead senior lads were scored a goal like that we'd be raving about them so we should we should definitely um highlight them but I, I suppose th- they've come on a long way and as brian says several times they're missing a, a few girls who have gone away to the states and stuff so um to recover with that and the girls they are after coming in pretty young team it's it's a great achievement and hopefully they can they can go on and be Tipperary in the final yeah absolutely and
2: we just Kieran uh, flynn you have a half time scored there from the jerry riley tournament um
3: mead yeah just they're up in Old castle mead they're playing dublin in the final of the briote beds Gerry uh, jerry Riley under 16. And uh, it's 1-5 Mead to Dublin's five points. So please, just for... Our good friend Fergal Lynch tweeted there that it was 1-5 to 9-5 Dublin. So we can attest that is a typo. (laughs) Just if anyone who's followed his Twitter, they are not winning by eight goals. So thankfully
2: good stuff and um, yeah Mead Mead winning by a goal there at half time three points in it and hopefully they can push on and get the victory in the second half if we're still live we will be bringing that result to you and um, we're uh, Brian as well you were at the, or you 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 um, caught up with Shauna Ennis the joint captain of the Mead team the Nafina uh, footballer and um you know they're under no illusions um about the task ahead of them against Tipperary in the final
1: no, they know they have a huge task ahead of them. They also know that, while well, they have the experience of playing at Crow Park last year, Tipperary won it two years ago. So, made of a bad experience, tip of a very good one. But this mid team, they've had, they've been on a mission all year to get the senior. And actually, if they happen not to win next week, or in a few weeks, there's only one team in Leinster, and the Leinster Senior Championship next year. Right. Because Westmead got relegated today. Yeah, so... If nothing else, Leinster football needs me to win next week. Yeah, they do. Alright, so, in a few weeks me. Um like
2: when you when you when you when you think about it, like um it's been it's been a year since the, the intermediate final that they lost and whatever, but they are coming up against one big, big player. They've lost a couple of players. Now that's another question. Will they be back? uh from their their travels. Well
1: Nevo Sullivan did her cruise shit, so she's definitely gone. Right. She's home from her travels alright now. Um Stacy Grimes and Neil Cologley there's a like they will probably be home from their J O ones at that stage, but will they be back in on the panel I was talking to Shauna earlier. She seemed to think that it was a fairly settled and closed panel at the moment. But if they become available having already played in the championship in round one, can you really turn your nose up at players of that calibre? it's a it's a very tricky one yeah it's it's, it's it's not like Dublin and Jeremy Connolly and the men who hadn't been there for a few years these are part of the panel coming back in it's yeah well, but it's balanced yeah
2: it's uh, it's very hard what do you do to the players that stuck around all summer You know what I mean? Like and and, and got to that final. You can't uh, put put them to the wayside either. And it's 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 a big call that the manager's gonna have to make and uh, look we just we just wish them the best and you know, have we got a have we got a fixture for the final?
1: I think it's Sunday, September fifteenth. Yeah, in so the middle it's the digital
2: middle
1: digital. fixtures. And it'll probably like be in around half one, two o'clock, like, I'd
2: say. Yeah, well we wish the girls all the best. And next week we will have that um uh, fixture. You've got uh, somebody in on the I Twitter. Just
3: Keith and Simon saying hi boys, he's he's, he's in listening. A few of the the old stalwarts there, Mag is there, Tommy, uh good few of the lads, Susan Farms, you could name the the, the usuals, you know, like you walk into a good bar and you you, you the see usual the usuals. The usual suspects are up at the bar. <laughs> I wonder. I
0: wonder could we organise a bus or a mystery tour with with all our loyal followers possibly around Christmas or this, something. I'd say <laughs> a taxi would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we do, we don't let Susan Farrell organise it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say I don't. I don't think we should let Susan on
2: it. No, no, <laughs> but it be but, the only person you want on yeah, it. Fact, yeah, yeah. Like, well, I don't know. If, if Mags Skying gets in, somebody might lose their place. There's only room for four in the <laughs> podcast, lads, and I think that Mags would be definitely <laughs> worth a shot. We'll <laughs> Which, let you go, Mickey. It's all right. It's grand. You to have the, the, the bunker every Sunday evening. Just, just don't let anybody I'll know we I'll go back to is. the
3: North. we have to. What we'll do Probably. is... is nicer
2: here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's that good old Navin water. What we'll do is, lads. Uh, we'll just wish the ladies the best of luck in that final on the sixteenth, I think, of September. Yeah. That it was as you said, um, and where they will be taken on Tipperary in uh, the All-Ireland Final and uh, hopefully it's uh, you have to lose one to win one and hopefully that's the, the, the cliche that we'll be talking about uh, after that final. Uh, we're going to move on now to some club football uh, championship results that took place during the week. They were uh, postponed or games that were fixed for during the week that we didn't get to discuss last week and in that what we might do is we might get David Rusman to get our um, predictions ready as well. So in Group B of the Mead Potato um, uh, Company, Intermediate Championship it was Tuesday night it was Drumcondra and it was Castletown taking on St Michael's and Castletown continu- continuing in the fine vein of form winning by 6 points one eleven to St Michael's 8 points and Kieran Flynn just like to uh, invite you in to speak now you haven't got to, uh, a chance to say too much so far um, was there much flaking in this game do you know
3: well from what I heard and I was talking to people who were at it that I think it goes out saying that flaking is a mandatory part of Northmead football so yeah. From seeing it, Castleton obviously keeping their, their run going, and it's probably, it probably was a prediction that we, myself and yourself, we agreed on that one. We said they'd continue their run. Mm-hmm. I believe Kevin Ross did play well. I was talking to one or two, but we're we'll, we'll definitely, Castleton will be a team to stop. Probably disappointed that so Michael's probably haven't had a good year and we've rushed on a few times. I think, didn't we talk? I think that Ormine got injured or something. That we yeah, he got, he got a
0: bit of a bang and he had an internal.
3: Um, injury,
0: so he's been in hospital for pretty much all of this week. So I think he's on the mend, I think he's doing well. So we wish him well,
2: yeah, absolutely. Um, good win for Saint uh, for Castleton there. And what we'll do is we'll just look down at the table, and that sees Castleton sitting pretty at the top of their group. Three wins from three, uh, with six points. Uh, just below them is Trim with four points. St. Michael's have three, Ballinabraki have two, uh, Bechtif have two, and Sidden have one. So we were actually wrong, we said that uh, Ballinabraki had lost. They'd lost the last two games in the championship. They had one win. It um, was round three. It was round three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they lost the first two. Uh, they've one win, but that leaves that uh, um, that group wide open. Kieran, uh, Castleton, Obviously, you would have to say are are now pro, uh, going through to quarter final. But any of the next three teams from Beckett, Bracky, Saint Michael's, or Trim. Actually, the next four teams, and you could even throw Sydney in there as well. Them, if they got two wins in the last two games, you'd, you'd have to fancy them for a quarter
3: final. Yeah, and we, and we predicted. We looked at the fixtures last week on the the Patreon podcast. We went into depth and all the kind of permutations and that, and we discussed them. And really, it could be a real humdinger of a last round there to decide who goes up. Mm-hmm. And we probably said Trim and Badalabraki are probably the strongest, but we went into a lot of depth last week on that. So.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, uh, it's, it's going to be a great. It's going to be a great couple of uh, weeks that we have left in uh, all of the championships as we get closer to the knockout stages. In Group A of the intermediate, this game was played yesterday, Saturday, and it was Nobber taking on Drumbara. Nobber, three goals and thirteen. Drumbara two goals and ten. A six points win for Nobber, lads. And Kieran, uh, you've got somebody else in the Twitter. No, uh, it's
3: just funny, you have to say it. Sorry, sorry, Davey. Uh, Keith for Simon's <laughs> in with a rumor. He said, heard a rumor. Davey Risman was out celebrating with the Ulton boys (laughs) at the weekend. Smiley face, smiley face, kind of laughing face. The transfer has gone in.
2: Yeah, it's not a rumor at all. Um, He was. (laughs) It's just not true. But uh, moving by, go, going back there hey, to the oh, novel keep game. Rumors, keep your rumors about Davey coming.
3: We'll say. anything. Yeah, and if anybody else is <laughs> out
2: there is listening in and Prismers has rumors, <laughs>
3: if anybody
2: else is listening in and wants That's to new get new. in contact with us um, about the podcast or has anything to add to the podcast about David Risman or <laughs> Karen Flynn or even by Kelly. If it's that, about, well, me, it's, if it's that about me, it's a rumour. Um, it but uh, Nobber uh, versus Drumbarra Saturday, Mead Hill, uh, yesterday. Three goals and 13 to Nobber, two goals and 10 to Drumbarra, Six-point win for Nobber. And um, I suppose Davey Rispin, um, that's, that, that, that was a huge win in the context of that group.
0: Mm. Yeah, it was. I, I kind of fancied Nobber myself, um, to be honest, which I was chatting to Stephen O'Brien afterwards, centre-back for Nobber. Um, he was delighted with the win and the performance as a whole I, I think what was it 313 that's a savage yeah. score to be putting up well, in Championship well. Football 210 is not a bad score that Jumbara put up either but um, he was happy and from, from many reports that I've read and heard about that Willie Arkins and goals for Jumbara actually made it a lot better than it was he, he made a few fantastic saves could have been a lot worse I think Nauber were comprehensively the better team Um, they look forward to a you know very tasty meeting against Castletown their local rivals next weekend I think that'll be a class match and six day turnaround for Nobber mm, should it, Baron, they didn't go too heavy on it last night. I think it shouldn't be a problem coming off the back of a good win and um, that'll be an interesting game for drumbarra. It's back to the drawing board um I think just looking at it they have a tough game coming up next week against Mead Hill who are coming off the back of that superb win against Oldcastle so a huge, a huge two games I suppose in that group next weekend. Yeah
2: it's still, uh, still mathematically possible for anybody in that group to go through um, so we wish them all the best. I suppose now we're sitting on top with five points and you've got Mead Hill and Ballonlock on 4 Oldcastle on 3 Dumbara on 2 and Kilmainham on 0 so uh, wish them all the very best luck in the final two rounds of that one we're going to move on now to the Hill Steel um, Senior Championship Group A where the O'Matneys and Gail Colum Kill Games um, eventually uh, was played uh, last Wednesday night it was um, in Ballonlock and a uh, great credit to Ballonlock in fairness it was uh, everybody from both clubs, was praising them on their grounds. An absolutely fantastic facility to have over there in Ballon Lock and we want to wish them the best with that. But it was Navin O'Matneys who were celebrating the most at the end of the, uh, of the game and the final whistle was blown. O'Matneys won goal in 11. Gail Cullum kill 11 points and third time
0: of asking this year, Davey, O'Matneys get over uh, Kells. Yeah, and I suppose the one that really matters at the end of the day, you'd say out of the three there, that's the one. I know one was the league final but at the end of the day, Two points in championship is um is the real prize, I think is the best prize you could hope for. Um it was a it was a hard hitting game between two teams who there wouldn't be much love lost between them now, two town teams. Can I but, just
2: ask yeah. you something? Didn't Kells beat them in the Fresh Cup as well?
0: Was this, that right? Yeah.
2: And they beat them in the league and then they beat them in the league final. So it was the fourth time of last Yeah, four yeah. yeah 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 just, that was no, it's just 3 out yeah. <laughs> <that? laughs> of 4 yeah. ain't bad yeah. <laughs> but um,
0: no a huge crowd a great credit to Battlelock as you say. the only I think pain point for a lot of people would be they had to pay into the game twice <laughs> there was no refund coming out the gate on the Saturday evening they had to come back on the Wednesday and pay another tenner but such as life, that's the way it was. I don't think it was Ballin Lock's fault that they, they had to charge in again, it was just the way it was. But um, they got good value for money, in fairness, um, second time of asking. I think Kells would have been very happy with the first half performance playing with the wind. I think it was uh, level pegging at half time. And um, O'Mahony's, in fairness to them, kicked on and got a big goal in the second half, which proved to be the difference. Um, And, and it really was a game that O'Mahony's needed to win. Kells, I suppose without saying they could afford to lose a game they they were probably in a better position to lose a game than O'Mahony's who are going into it Um, but for Kevin Reilly that's a huge win and I think they'll take a lot of confidence from it
2: they will indeed and again uh, you uh you Got an interview with Kevin Reilly straight away after the game and it was an emotional week for Navin O'Matney's um, with the sudden passing of a young footballer Mikey Letty, and we uh, send our condolences to family and friends and to everybody in O'Matines. But You got to talk to an emotional uh, Kevin Reilly after the game and if anybody wants to hear that you can go on to our, our um, Patreon service and uh, uh, catch up with the Kevin Riley interview, a fantastic interview it was too. Um we're going to move on now. and Look at the table now. After that, well, Kieran Flynn, you've That's got a couple of people Another segment
3: in. for the hashtag Ripping Rumours. <laughs> 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 Mike, Island's just querying query and Dave, you have to be aware about it. like the Garde. Did I spot Davy at the flat last night, or was that someone else? No, <laughs> was the no, entire <laughs> team. Yeah, 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 Sorry,
0: I wasn't with them last night. I think we're taking our championship a little bit more seriously. I'd want to start
3: in fairness. So would they. and then Keith and Simon said, "You wouldn't mistake Davy, surely."
2: Yeah, um, yeah. there's only one Davy Rispin, so Mags, you either saw him or you didn't, and uh, you can come back to us and let us know for sure if it was Davy Rispin that you saw over there. He was probably holding a frame or something like that, uh, getting the picture he does taken job, or something. Yeah, he does Instagram, it, he does but... the time for the telly, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, looking down at the senior uh, championship, yourself, senior championship Group A table, it's uh, now looking, that Group A is just class you've got four teams on four points you've got Centralstown on two and you've got St. Pat's on zero points and again funnily enough if St. Pat's were to win their last two games they, they could actually qualify for a quarter final it's just uh, it's just incredible so it is looking at like it's highly unlikely but you know mathematically possible nobody's running away with it at the minute Um, then have a plus eight score difference Column kill uh, have plus five, and Avon Matney's have plus three, and Screen of plus two. Central are on zero. They've conceded forty four, and they've scored for, or fifty four, and uh, scored fifty four. It's it's just a brilliant group. Like that senior championship is just so wide open this year. And um, now I suppose the after looking through those results, Davy Risman, it'd only be right to look back over our predictions from last week. Mm-hmm. And how did
0: we finish up? Yeah, so top of the pile, um there's a first for everything and I think he was we have to give him credit, Brian Kelly. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> What's so rare is wonderful, but I was on the third podcast he rolls again or yeah. <laughs> <Sunday>. <laughs> <laughs> On the thirty third. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But um, forty-five <laughs> points in total for Brian, I think. Um, in and what piece. was the win in fifty-six, wasn't it? Fifty-six, won with yeah, Ryan and like, Henry from Carton. and yeah. that's
2: not bad. Like eleven points of a difference. That's only three results. Yeah, and she, she
0: got the she got the draw in the Minol- in the minority and Minol- ultimates game, which Brian went for all you know wins. He got he had a very strong senior and intermediate, um, not so good of a junior, but uh, just about edged out myself and Kieran, who were on forty-four points apiece. Kieran copying my pred- predictions as usual. <laughs> um, How did um, we'll we we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Like just let him run through them. Yeah, so yeah, we will get to it. Um again, Kieran and myself strong. Kieran particularly strong in the intermediate, I think he only got um one result wrong in that yeah. the, the old castle results um made hill. So do could take it, you know, a leaf out of Kieran's book. If they want, um, want to be playing intermediate football, they might learn a bit from it. <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. and um, my own one similar to Kieran's, obviously. And then um, way out on his own at the bottom of the table was uh, poor old Mickey Brennan, strongest man out of the four of us. Yeah, it's, it's hard to try and pick positives, I suppose. Intermediate um, championship, which is where Simonson could be going if they keep um, enjoying the goal races and the flat to the extent they are. <laughs> um, 18 points for Mickey, and the intermediate senior was quite poor, um, junior poor as well, so 33 overall. So we'll look for a bounce back from Mickey but next week. I think
3: he's probably just, he goes for too many draws, a bit of an ego trip, kind I think you're looking for yeah, that the, big draw section like lecture funny, as well. There was five Boy, draws. Picked the draw, I picked the draw, you
0: know. Yeah, there was five draws, and if one of them had to come off, he nearly would have been level with myself and yourself. So yeah. I suppose that's that's, that's an interesting
3: observation.
0: So he came last after telling
2: He did come last. Oh, I did I did I did come last, yeah. I just needed uh, and and if two of them had gone right, I would have even passed out Brian Kelly You might have just been two more but three and, of them and, <laughs> and like one of them was the Rathote um uh, Summer Hill game. There was a point in that and there was a couple of other games that were close as well and nearly
0: um, never won the race so so I suppose he, look at screen session was close. Nobber you're way off and Korten you're way off and and Kameinwood you're way off and Korten you're way off as well I wish I was
2: that's uh, so uh, again the the senior intermediate uh, and junior championships are on again next week so um, on our Patreon podcast we will be previewing those games and giving our predictions for those games while uh, also we've the interviews that we've already mentioned um uh, going out on those podcasts but what we're going to do now is we're going to run through the senior hurling uh, or sorry the the club hurling championship results that took place on the weekend and uh, that will be it for this week lads would you believe we've uh, we've uh, ran through everything so far and as well to all our listeners out there don't forget to um, review us and rate us on any of the platforms that you listen to us on be it on uh, Google Podcasts be it on Spotify be it on um, SoundCloud or anything like that, <laughs> and if you want to go on to ratemydetails you can rate Kieran Flynn Slater in there as well. But um, yeah, don't it, it, just if you are enjoying our podcast, if you could just uh, rate us and review us, that'd be great. It might just pop up us pop us up the charts a little bit. So Kieran, we're going to let you take over now and go to the club Hurland championship. Finally, about time. Uh,
3: so firstly, in the Ted Mart uh, uh, footwear in Trim. Group A fixture, so Kildale. Kildale, had a convincing win against Kiline, twenty-seven points to nineteen. Then Longwood, who had maybe not so much of a shock to a lot of people who know be the know, Longwood 314 to her totes 1-7. And then Kildare had a convincing win two twenty to St. Peters and Boyne 1-8. Then in Group B of the Hurling Blackhall Gales on Thursday night, Beckle Messon two thirteen to one thirteen. Uh, the second fixture that Trim had three nineteen to Matni's two six, a convincing win for Trim. And then Saturday night in Ratmaline, Nafina, Boards medal 3.16 to 3.10. And then just in the strong group with the intermediate, Gael Colham-Kill actually came out. It was a draw match between Dunrashburn and Gael Colham-Kill, 2.12 to one fifteen. And Clonagail, who were starting to pick up threads in that intermediate hurling. Beth Dumry, 18 points to 113. And The last game in the intermediate would be Dunderry's 2.14 to Walton's one fourteen. So they didn't mean to, start to pick up pace there as well, the first team group. They did
2: indeed, and, and in uh, two of those uh, hurling games from the weekend, you did manage to pick up a few interviews. You got James Kelly from Kiltail, and you got Barry Barry Slevin from Nafina. Um, and again, they're going to be on our Patreon service if anybody wants to go over and listen to the words from James Kelly and Barry Slevin uh, after the Hurling Championship, um, uh, that uh, you can do so by going on to our Patreon service. You've also got some Camogie results. Yes,
3: yeah, so the Senior Championship Round 4 was played there on, I think it was the 15th of August, it was Round 4. Uh, there was uh, Victory Blackhall Gales one eleven to Boards Mill's 2-7. Convincing win for Clemesson one fourteen 14 to Retoats 2 points.
2: And we spoke about this last week, we thought that Retoats yeah, were going to be a team that maybe pipe might put it up to Clemesson yeah, this year. I read
3: the match reports and I was talking to people from both clubs and I thought Retoats were a team that were coming up the ranks but Clemessa said they've won, how many titles is it, 10 or a row? Yeah. This is like they're, they're immense to that level. But Nafina, who who lost the final last year, they had a win against Kline, 4-11 to 1-7. So maybe Nafina are probably still the closest team to them. And then the last game is Dumboyne, 2-11 to Dundry's 1-5. But the next round is actually uh, this coming Thursday, the 20th. So the fixtures for that are Black Hole Gales are playing Kline in Kilklun at 7-15. Nafina are playing Dundry at half-seven. Boardsmill are playing Rotherhithe in Mill and Dunboyne are playing Clemesson in Dunboyne at seven fifteen. So hopefully that's coming up. That's round five. So that that's starting to get to the business end of the hurling or the Camogie Championship as well. So hopefully we get a few match reports from them as well. We'll be able to talk with them on our next Patreon podcast as well.
2: Yeah, for any of the PROs out there uh, from any of the Camogie clubs or even from the hurling clubs as well, if you could send in uh, reports to us here at We Are Mead, you can get us at We Are Mead at gmail.com if you want to email us them, uh, that'd be great we'll try and share as much and promote as much of the Camogie and the Hurling um, and even if you've got score or you've got any, <laughs> any G- rounders and you want us to promote it let us know and we will be able to promote it on our podcast uh, lads I suppose <clears throat> that's everything for the We Are Meat podcast this week is there any other business from the county board I know that the um the house draw is coming up very soon Kieran Flynn
3: Yeah, so that's coming up at the end of September, uh, 25th of September. So the tickets are starting to fly off the press now. So just trying to get the word out there again, digitally and to word of mouth. Get your ticket for 100 euro, you'll have a chance to win a house. And again, from the GA point of view, you have a chance to rebuild Per Tolshan. So, whatever angle, tell your friends you can win a house or you can help rebuild. And of course, 15%, at least 15%, will go to your club as well. So, there's many different facets to, to consider when you're buying a ticket. But ultimately, you're getting yourself
2: a chance to win a house we've discussed so many times yeah and uh, you've got that big chance to win a house and as you said already you're also supporting your club you're also supporting the rebuilding of uh, Park Talchin and uh, you know uh, setting that new stadium in place for generations to come Brian Kelly have you anything from the Minor County Board you might have some minor results do you
1: we have indeed and we'll give them out in the Patreon podcast.
2: No problem at all. Uh Kieran Flynn. you didn't happen to get a score from the Jerry Riley tournament, an up to date an up to date score. I'll tell you what, we'll, you go and look for that um and I'll talk to David Russman. David Russman, do you wanna probably plug the me GA predictions I do if you don't mind. Yeah,
0: yet. fire ahead. Um so I suppose we have probably about two rounds left of it. This round coming up next weekend and then the following um round. So www.megapredictions.com. Um, the entries will close Friday night because there's games starting and um, this coming Friday. So, get your entries in on that um, website. There's 200 euro up for grabs. And um, just predict the senior, intermediate, and junior like ourselves. Please don't copy our predictions because you won't have a chance of winning if you do. So, You're definitely um, <laughs> no, or the rest of us, to be honest. But um, bit of crack. He can have the crack with us or with friends, um, and it's for only a fiver. So get involved. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kieran Flynn,
2: you have an update. Yeah, in the so
3: just so 45 seconds ago, it's actually a draw match at the moment. Meade won five, Dublin eight points. They just scored a 45.
2: So Meade haven't scored in the second half of that Jerry Reilly uh, final. And but if you want to, fight...
3: approximately seven minutes, we'll say
2: seven minutes in the second half. So if you want to follow that, you can get on to Twitter, follow it uh, um, on me GA. Um, And you'll be able to, um, if you're not at the game, obviously, you'll be able to follow that Jerry Riley final and hopefully Mead can get the win over Dublin. That's it for this week's We Are Mead podcast. Don't forget, for extra content and all the extra interviews and everything, you can go over to our Loyal Royals podcast on Patreon forward slash we are Mead, and we want to thank all the people who have signed up for that already it's not for everybody this is for loyal royals people who are mad about the GEA. so uh, understandably uh, you know there's people out there who wouldn't be as into the GEA as a lot of us but do like to listen to the we are Mead podcast and we'll be bringing to that bring you that every week as well and don't forget we are Mead, why it matters more